Welcome to another edition of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today, I am privileged to have someone I, I know uh, who has done a lot of work in research, marketing, and most importantly, he's helped me to select a good mic. Asim Sood. Asim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ashutosh. My pleasure. Uh, Asim is the CEO of Impact Research and Measurement Private Limited. He's a director at the International Association of Measurement and Evaluation of Communication. He's worked for McKinsey in India. And as I mentioned, he enjoys playing with new electronic gadgets and helps friends choose the right gadgets. So we'll talk a little bit about that later. Asim, tell me, what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? Um, I think I've been uh, very lucky that I've always been surrounded with great people. Um, and you'll see a reflection of that in the three milestones that I talked to you about. Mm -hmm. The first one is uh, when I completed my class 12th and I got accepted into two colleges. Mm -hmm. The first one was an engineering college. And this was the regional engineering college in Kurukshetra. Mm -hmm. And the second one was the College of Business Studies uh, in Delhi University. Okay. And I still remember the day when um, I was in Kurukshetra. After having completed my interviews over there, they made me an offer. Mm -hmm. And I had to choose whether I will join Kurukshetra or join College of Business Studies. Okay. And I, I'm, I was with my father at that time. And my, I, asked, I told my father actually that I would want to join College of Business Studies and not mm. the engineering college. Okay. And I'm grateful that, you know, he, he, he said, great, no problem. We've come all the way here, mm. but if that's what you want to do. So I joined College of Business Studies at that time. And I think that was a big milestone, Fantastic. Uh, not just professionally, but I also met my wife over there. Okay. So that was the first one. Uh, the second one was when uh, I got an opportunity to work for McKinsey and Company's Knowledge Center called the McKinsey Knowledge Center in India. Mm -hmm. uh, not many people know McKinsey for the research work. Mm -hmm. Mostly, you know, McKinsey for the glamorous consulting roles. Correct. I was not a cons consultant. I was a part of the McKinsey Knowledge Center, mm -hmm. where you, know, you have all the knowledge professionals who work in different functional and uh, industrial domains. Mm -hmm. And they, they work as knowledge advisors to consultants. Okay. So I got, uh, and McKinsey is an institution, by the way, McKinsey is not a, not a company. Absolutely. And it was, it was a, it was an opportunity for me to work over there and learn so much. Mm. And uh, uh, related to this is the third one, which is actually uh, one, I got an opportunity to get into McKinsey. And I mm. think the third milestone is I got an opportunity to exit McKinsey. Okay. And it was a very difficult choice for me at that time because I quit McKinsey to get into a startup. And this was uh, right after the dot-com bubble burst. Okay. And not many people were confident that this was the right decision, but mm -hmm. uh, I was again, uh, my family, my friends, everybody supported me. So mm -hmm. I was very lucky that I was able to take a call like that at that mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Though you only asked three, I must tell you a fourth one as well, okay. because that's very close to my heart. Sure. Um, uh, it was, I, I think it was in 2014 when uh, one day I realized that my kids mm -hmm. are scared of dogs, mm -hmm. pets. 
and i've always uh, loved pets i had a pet when i was very very young mm-hmm. and that day i just got up and got a pet for my kids wonderful because i was so i was i was really worried that they they are scared of pets mm. and from that day till today uh, uh we have six dogs now wow yes and uh, in fact while i am recording this interview with you uh, there's a dog who is after my life he's saying pet me mm. scratch me otherwise i'll not let you work so with my left hand i'm scratching him right now <laughs> wonderful So uh, Asim let's now move to uh, impact research and measurement. All right. Tell me about this venture. Before I joined McKinsey mm-hmm. I worked for a public relations firm. Mm-hmm. And I used to work as an advisor advising clients on improving their reputation okay. and communicating with their stakeholders. Mm-hmm. Every time I would advise a client I would also measure the effectiveness of the work that I've done for the client. Okay. And so many times my clients ask me, "Asim, is this fair that you've done this work for us mm-hmm. and you are the one who's also evaluating whether you did a good job or not? Mm-hmm. Aren't there any third-party companies who can actually help us measure the effectiveness of our communication?" Mm-hmm. I looked around in India, there weren't any. Mm-hmm. Uh I had this idea but I didn't do anything about it. Mhm. When I was uh, doing my masters I got together with few of my friends and we made a business pitch we reached a lot of venture capitalists and said this is what we want to do will you fund our proposal hmm. nobody agreed to fund our proposal because they said the scale is not that, that great right. and we dropped it hmm. after I'd worked at McKinsey for a few years I met a, a friend Uh, who introduced me to a couple of people mm-hmm. who said who believed in the idea they had the money but they didn't have the time mm-hmm. and i told them i had this idea i i have time but i don't have money right now to start a venture of my own mm-hmm. so they agreed to invest in this venture okay and i was able to quit mckinsey and get into impact research and measurement so impact is essentially a news intelligence firm okay what we do is we help our clients mm. understand what is their image in the media mm-hmm. we help them understand are they able to communicate with their stakeholders as effectively as they wanted to okay we help them understand are they achieving the goals that they had set for themselves from a communication perspective mm. so that's what we do so when i was uh, working for my itc uh, you know image is very important but in those days there were newspapers and magazines and it was the general the, the general belief was that you release bad news on friday evening and you release good news on monday morning because people forget after some time but in today's day of social media hmm. how do you measure the impact that negative coverage can have uh, on an organization um so what we do today is we follow an integrated approach okay. wherein we look at what are people saying about you in the newspapers mm-hmm. what is being said about you on television mm-hmm. what is being written about you in the online news websites mm-hmm. and what are people saying about you on twitter facebook instagram youtube mm-hmm. and we combine it all 
and bring it together to to our clients say if you were to look at in an integrated fashion mm-hmm. this is what your images across all these platforms and you must have developed some algorithms to be able to monitor each of these and then integrate all of them isn't it yes okay. because in i'm fact, I'm, I'm assuming they are all quantifiable yeah so there is a science behind it mm-hmm. but yes you can quantify all of them sure in fact uh, one of the reasons i got into this business was because i'm i'm very tech focused mm-hmm. and this is a business which allows you to use technology in every aspect right. of the business right. right from capturing the content to actually synthesizing and delivering the final reports to the clients okay and then tell me you know uh, does impact also get involved in taking corrective action and then saying because this action your score has improved from say 85 to 95 okay we help you measure how the score has improved mm-hmm. from what to what mm-hmm. but we don't advise clients on what is it that they should be doing to correct it i see uh, that is the job that is done by public relations consultants mm-hmm. so while we work with a lot of companies directly we mm-hmm. also work with public relations consultants and consultancies okay so that's the job that they do so therefore a follow up question to you would be that when there's bad news the client doesn't like to be researched and measured correct what are some of the challenges you face especially in a professional company where the the ceo doesn't want the board to know that he's goofed up or she's goofed up so uh, this what you've just man- mentioned just now is one of the biggest challenge that face we face in india hmm. so people have actually told us that asim are you sure that you want me to pay you so that you can come back and tell me that i did not do a good job <laughs> right so uh, that that's that's a tough challenge that we have but uh, uh, see earlier people used to look at measurement as a, a rear view mirror hmm what wh- how how have we done so far mm. but now what people have started doing is they've started to use these data points to learn what can they improve going forward correct all our clients who are approaching measurement from that window mm. they are doing very well and we are doing uh, some exciting work with them fantastic so you know in fact that's what i was going to ask you next so it, you know your role seems to have changed from a post mortem to a prediction yes yes uh, but but i must i must tell you uh, when it comes to predictive analysis uh, we are not doing as well as we think we can okay uh, we are still learning mm-hmm. uh, in fact we have started applying uh, technologies which everybody talks about mm-hmm. machine learning artificial intelligence but we've just taken baby steps we're still learning how these can be applied to actually give our clients something which is really meaningful and insightful mm-hmm. in fact uh, there's a term in our industry right now uh, which is called chart porn mm-hmm. so a lot of these companies which are technology powerhouses what they've done is they've come up with solutions which offer a dashboard which has say 300 charts mm-hmm. they are very good looking charts they will give you all possible metrics that one can think of mm-hmm. but do they tell you anything no mm-hmm. a lot of companies who actually sign up with these automated dashboard providers what what happens is they will love it on the first day 
they may like it till the end of the week but at the end of the month they come back to us and say asim i've signed up for this mm-hmm. they giving me a lot of charts and data but what do i do how do i make sense of all of this mm-hmm. and this is something that uh, we 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 were lucky to be able to identify initially itself mm-hmm. and we've been helping our clients identify what are the right metrics that you should be measuring how should you link them back to your objectives mm-hmm. because what was very attractive as I was reading about you was that you know your recommendations are specific and measurable you know rather than a lot of qualitative data you know and i think that could be very valuable to clients so in fact this is our main job this is why people hire us mm. to give you an example uh, a ceo goes to the communications manager mm-hmm. and says guess what in the next one year this is what our business goal is mm-hmm. and this communications manager converts that business goal into a communication goal for himself or herself correct and then we step in mm-hmm. to help this communications manager understand whether in that period were we able to help achieve the goal that he had set for himself or not okay and also take out learnings from that to say next time when i plan what do i have to be careful about what should i repeat what should i drop very interesting very interesting so let me talk now a little bit more generic uh, stuff about impact my question to you is that you know you dealing with reputations uh, where and the organizations are entrusting you to you know research about them what are some of the core values you believe in for your business we work with a lot of corporates mm-hmm. and we work with a lot of partners to yeah. make sure that these services are delivered to our clients mm. interestingly we work with a lot of competing clients okay uh, i think we working with each and every management consulting firm in the country mm. i think we working with almost all the luxury car manufacturers in the country mm. we work with several banks who compete with each other mm. we in fact also work with two of the uh, most successful and the biggest beverage manufacturers in the country mm. who normally do not share partner a vendor mm. and we are lucky that we are getting a chance to work with all of them at the same time okay so the biggest challenge for us is rather the thing that we do very well is uh, we are able to deliver services to all these clients and still keep the scope and the data confidential across all these clients fantastic but here I, i it's also it's not about us the the best part about this business is that the data that we deal with is mm-hmm. always public in nature it's always freely available people have tweeted about it it's already out there in the open mm-hmm. so it becomes easier for us but still uh, that's one thing and the other thing is that uh, we've been uh, we're very lucky that we've been able to encourage our team mm-hmm. to always tell the customer if we are not able to help them mm. and this is something i actually learned from mckinsey and company wherein i saw partners walk away from huge huge business mm. if they felt that they were not able to add value to the client okay and we in a small way we are very we, our, our retainers are far far smaller compared to mckinsey and company okay. but in a small way we are able to do that in our business as well So if we think our service is not going to add value to the customer we tell them that sorry this is not what you should be signing up for mm. you need something else amazing 
So as you look back at your journey and as you look forward, and this is a question I could be asking your, your subordinates or your colleagues, but based on your own feedback, what is your leadership style? I, I think I'm learning. I'm, I, 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 I'm learning, uh, but if you were to ask people who work with me, um, I'll be happy if they tell you that I am a good listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is something that I try and do to make sure that I understand a perspective of all the people that I work with. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm also learning. I'm uh, okay. every day I learn. Okay. My next question is that what do you look for when you hire people? Two things. Skill set has to be directionally correct. Mm-hmm. But attitude has to be absolutely correct okay because i've i've learned over the years that i can't change people's attitudes mm. i can i can help them learn a new skill set i can help them become better at what they know a little bit about correct but i can't change their attitude mm. so attitude is the most important thing so anybody who we hire initially the person meets the hr person mm. and then meets a couple of people in the function that he's going to work in mm-hmm. And after that, I always meet the people that we we are evaluating for hiring okay. only to check the attitude. I think that's the most important thing. Fantastic. My last question before I move to the next segment is that I assume this is the age of the millennials and the millennials are, you know, much more uh, receptive to data. How have the millennials and the Gen Z started to impact your kind of business and the data that you are giving to them? At multiple levels, mm-hmm. I must tell you that. First level, a lot of our customers are trying to communicate with these millennials. Correct. Their reading, reading patterns are absolutely different from ours. Correct. Their sources of information is absolutely different from ours. So we've had to learn a lot Mm. so that we can understand what are they reading and therefore how do we evaluate whether we are connecting with them well or not. Correct. So that's one. Two, new people who are joining our company are also young. Mm. And uh, so we we, we need to make sure that the roles that we create and the way we work with them Mm. has to be something that they, they feel excited about and motivated to come in and work. Mm. And the third thing is, this is something I learned from one of my mentors. Mm. Now, if we create something new, we show it to millennials and ask them for their feedback. Okay. And we use that feedback to improve what we have created. Very interesting. So now I'm going to move to a few questions for you personally. Mm. My first question is that, you know, as I had mentioned right at the beginning, that you enjoy playing with new gadgets. Um, and I also mentioned that you helped me to buy a new mic, which I've not yet been able to install, but I'll probably reach out to you. Tell me about this interest and what are you playing with now? All right. So currently there are three things that I'm playing with. Um, one is uh, I realized now that every meeting is happening on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very important that your visual presence is very good. Correct. And uh, I also got a chance to write an article about it for a publication earlier. The second thing I realized was that everybody's working from home and therefore the Wi-Fi that we have at home is not able to 
work very well for all the people because ch- kids are at home you are at home your wife is at home so everybody needs wifi so that is not working very well so i did a lot of research in that area during the pandemic and i figured out you know what are the right uh, gadgets to buy in that mm-hmm. and the third thing that i'm trying to do is i'm trying to experiment with the uh, these digital assistants um, namely the one by google uh, then uh, amazon echo and uh, apple city okay and i'm playing with these uh, physical gadgets that they have one is called google nest hub mm. and the second is called amazon echo show okay so these are the three things that i'm currently playing with fantastic and do you write about uh, your findings with all these new toys or how does the average viewer or the thousands of listeners who will listen to you and me how do they get access to what uh, you know your uh, observations are okay i i'm not very regular but uh, yes i put it out on asimsooth.com mm-hmm. um off and on and i also put it on the blog of our company which is impactmeasurement.co.in okay um and i also write for a couple of magazines uh, in the past i used to do reviews of products for pc quest mm-hmm. as in i've done a couple of reviews that well, is pretty nice so you know asim as you look back what an amazing career you've had and you know what an, you know you're at the cutting edge of technology doing lots of interesting things what does success mean to asim to be able to spend time on things that i want to mhm i think that's what success is okay and where do you draw your inspiration from okay so i'm i i love to create stuff with my own hands mm-hmm. so i like to repair stuff i like mm-hmm. so the latest thing that i created was i converted an lcd monitor a, an old broken lcd monitor mm-hmm. into a soft light which is lighting me right now as we speak wow yeah. so and i so i have all the tools in my house so again i was very lucky that my father was uh, was uh, was somebody who believed in doing stuff on his own mm-hmm. so we have every tool in the house right from tools that are required for carpentry to electronics you name it and we have the tool mm-hmm. and uh, i i very recently i built a new table for myself mm-hmm. wherein i can do all this work i call it bob the builder table okay and uh, i i got an I, again i got an idea from uh, a pinterest post on how mm. that table could be created okay and i worked with a local carpenter to get that table made so wow. that was fun wow so now i'm going to ask you my last question mm. and this question talks about failure you know i have a new book coming on failure in uh, march where mm. you know one of the things that i have often observed is that south asian parents don't teach their children it's okay to fail yet we fail all the time and we learn and we carry on my question to you is what have been some of your learnings from some of your mistakes or your failures it's interesting that about 2 months ago i was speaking with a colleague of mine mm-hmm. and he he's a rock star his wife is a rock as in doing very well mm-hmm. and they told me that uh, they realized that they've always discussed their achievements with their with their kid mm mm-hmm. and as a result their kid was not very confident at that time hmm. because all that the kid would hear is 
my father has done so many great things my mm-hmm. mother has done so many great things mm-hmm. and then they told me that you know we started talking to our kid about failures as well mm-hmm. and that was very interesting for me mm-hmm. and if i were to look back i i think there are a lot of mistakes i've made mm-hmm. in fact uh, every year i realize that i wish i was as smart last year okay i think i did very well at mckinsey and company mm-hmm. uh, when i was leaving uh, a lot of a partners reached out to me and asked me why i was leaving and mm-hmm. try to make sure back. that i stayed mm-hmm. but uh, even when 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 i look back now i i realize that there are there is so much more that i could have done i could have mm-hmm. actually created a 10 times bigger impact than what i was able to mm-hmm. and one thing that i learned pretty late was asking for help okay i think as we grow in our career we forget that we can always ask for help mm. and lately once i started doing that uh, i've had some uh, very good experiences uh, and i realized that unless you ask you don't get it so fantastic fantastic asim thank you very much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you and i wish impact and you lots of success thank you so much thank you Thank you for listening to the brand called You video cast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.